Uh, Dr. Pepper, we're on on the air. We're on the air, so watch our show. On on that note, yes, we are live. I want to welcome everybody. (laughs) Hold on a second. Now, uh, you know, and, you know, I answer the phone while we're live. So I wasn't 100 percent sure you were you knew that we were live. But on that note, I want to welcome everybody to the Saturday night special of the world. According to that man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. And uh, it's Saturday night and uh, we are here with you. And I want to welcome the Rumblers, the Ranthers, the Truthers. I want to thank everybody that's been downloading the podcast. We hit number one in Morocco this week. And, in Morocco, uh, wow! I'm not exactly That's where sure. That's Casablanca is. I know it's pretty cool. I found that to be amazingly cool. To I be know. I want to. I want to go to Casablanca, and I want to have a date with Ingrid Bergman. Well, I, I, I don't know. If she's still alive, so I think you'd have a hard time with that. Well, should a man can dream? Oh, be you could have a date at the grave, make a picnic, right, 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 and. Uh, <laughs> I want to welcome the Rumblers, the Ranthers, the Truthers, and everybody remind remembers BenStein.substack.com. And let's pray Thanks. for the people of Mississippi. Oh um, my God, what a horrible thing. And pray for Mandy. Uh, oh my God, what a horrible fa- thing. And her tell, family. Tell, tell us more details, Trudy, because I only know that. Well, I just saw, I, I mean, I just saw that a massive tor- tornado swept through and. A hundred uh, mile swath. And through, is you pronounce it Tupelo correctly? Is it our. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And I know they got majorly hit, and I know mm-hmm. that's one of the districts that she is uh, um, representing. Representing, and uh, so praying for Mandy and praying for everybody of the great state of Mississippi. Uh, our, our well wishes are with you, you and bet. You um, bet. You bet. of course, the show would not be complete without America's <laughs> humble servant, multiple Emmy Award winner, speechwriter to two presidents, got a third one elected. That third one is Ronald Reagan, because I don't say that enough. And, of course, he's a former economist. I mean, he's a former economist. Still, still he's economist. an economist. Mathematician, statistician. statistician, and I meant to say former uh, lawyer for the FTC. Uh, oh, sure, so. I was a lawyer. I've lost a lot. Done a lot of legal work, but don't forget, I am a lawyer and, and uh, studied law at a very good law school. And uh, as it's, law is a very, very hard job. And law is not easy. My wife is much, 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 much better lawyer than I was. Uh, your wife was it was an exceptional lawyer. Is an exceptional yes, lawyer. Yes, yes. And yes. of course, most importantly, you're a father, a grandfather, and a husband. Second, most importantly, you are the doctor, Benjamin. Jones. I am the doctor. I'm. I'm trying. You can't see this. But I'm trying to uh, eat a bowl of Hagen Dazs ice cream covered with fudge sauce without having any calories. <laughs> and, to the pe- and to the people out there, oftentimes when I'm not around Ben and I'm not around them right now, I come up with the title. And yes, tonight's title I came up with because, because. I, uh, I, I, I was very unaware of this fact. And I, 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 I'm sure many people are. And there are five states that have what's called resign to run. And uh, in, I believe, Texas and uh, Arizona and a couple other states have the same thing where you cannot run for president if you are the governor of that state. And um, the reason I uh, and I was constantly wondering why DeSantis wasn't announcing and why he was just toying with this uh, idea. But uh, the primaries, Ben, are. Let 10 months away 
Yeah, and, he's got to run. And, and if he's running, if you're gonna, if you're right, stop toying mm-hmm. with people. Uh, there's a lot of people that are backing you and spending a lot of money. And if you're not going to run, that money could go towards Mr. Trump. It could go towards President Trump. It could go to it could go it could go to the Republican. It could go to a lot of people. So stop. Uh, as you said, what was the line you used, Ben? It was over. Got off the pot. Yeah, I, I like I, I like that. And uh, oddly enough, Ben, it just. For uh, since we talk about history, Charlie Crist is the one that made it first. It was always a law. Then he changed the law in Florida so he could run. And then Rick Scott, the the, the now senator of Florida, changed it back in 2018. So I just find it very interesting. Uh, President Trump gave a riveting speech today. I thought it was it was it was actually rather exceptional. He wasn't reading the teleprompter too much, and it was an exceptional speech, Ben. And um, a lot I of didn't his, say about you. Why don't you tell us what he says? Well, I think I, I, I think the, 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 the point that he raised that I thought was really uh, exceptional, uh, and it's something we, we sort of talk about a lot here often, oftentimes, is that um, it's easier to deal with our enemies than it is to deal with our enemies here. And uh, I say that again, he was essentially saying he would have Mm -hmm. he had an easier time dealing with Xi than he did uh, people on the left. And uh, he had an easier time negotiating with them. And it's something I brought up. You can't negotiate with the left. There's no there's no middle ground. There's no room for debate. We're willing to sadly sometimes capitulate to them, but uh, they are hard are hard fast and not negotiating and in really destroying their enemy or well, their, their fellow you, American, I should say. Give, give us some, give us some examples. You, know. of what? you, follow, you follow this much more closely than I do. Give us some examples. <clears throat> give you examples of, 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 of Amer- American leftists who will fight to destroy their enemies. Well, we discussed this. We discussed this constantly. I don't, I don't doubt. I don't think, I think watching Alvin Bragg, Go again, mm-hmm. uh, trying to prosecute President Trump. I think your former friend, yeah, I mean, not your former friend, your friend Tom Barrack, uh, having, his life, has, having his life turned upside down mm-hmm. uh, by just being great in the guy. Trump orbit. I think all the political prisoners from January 6th that at best committed for the most part misdemeanors, because uh, trespassing for the most part is a misdemeanor com- compared. And I mean, the list could go on and on. So if you want me to keep on adding to no, that. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. You, no, I, I, would, I would like to know what, 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 why shouldn't uh, Mr. DeSantis resign and then run? I mean, what, what, what's in it for him not to resign and run? I think he's, he's got a tremendous head of steam. Except uh, Trump is ahead of the polls. By like yes, yes, points. I know that. I know that. But DeSantis has come from absolutely nowhere, somewhere very quickly. And uh, I think people are looking for a fresh face. I'm, I'm not saying he's that face for me, but uh, something, something about him is uh, attracting people. That's for sure. I don't, I don't exactly know. Well, because he, he's been, a, he's, a, it's been a good governor. There's no doubt that he's been a good governor, uh, but he's turned a lot of people off lately, and his poll numbers have gone down. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. How, how so, Judah? Could you give us an example of how much they've gone down? Uh, by three to four or five. To, I, I would say about five points at least that his poll numbers have gone down in many in many of the polls, and that's a lot. 
uh, when you're going head to head. That's not including the that's a, it, 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 when you look at the primary numbers, Trump is like ahead 56 to 26 if you if there are like five or six candidates. But when they're matched up, it's about 14 to 15 points that Trump's ahead. And a lot of people were not happy. They, they're not happy with him being, as you said, what is that line again? Or is sit on the crap on the no, I should have, have you never heard this line i have heard the line it's just not shit or get up the pot that's but exactly I, I think he, I, he's got to run I mean, what what's the answer for him not to run I mean, he's well not, he loses because he, then he's not because he's if they don't change the law which it had as of today i believe uh they their session went back in on march 7th and they have until May 15th to change that law. I'm sure they'll do it. I'm sure they'll do it. Then they, then they can't do it. But again, he's hedging. He's, he's, he's hedging. And well, it's everyone also, it, he, what? Everyone likes to hedge. Everybody, well, except for, I mean, everybody likes to hedge. But at the same time, it's uh, at that point when he announces it, it'll be pretty much seven months away from the first primary. Listen, he's a big boy. He could do whatever he yes. wants. Yes, he's a big he, and he's he, a very and smart I, one. And I don't think it's I don't think there's anything wrong with uh, uh, obviously the people that listen to the show. Not no, I'm not the biggest DeSantis fan and there's nothing wrong with running. Everybody should get into that race if they want and run. Uh, Absolutely. It shows you how strong our party is compared to uh, the Democrats bench. Let them. Uh, and I also love the fact that he wasn't scared to call them a bunch of communists. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute! I missed that one, my dear friend. Could you, who did he call a bunch of communists? The left. Trump was calling the the, the left just a bunch of uh, just a bunch of communists, and it just everything uh, using the law against people on the right, and uh, it, it's uh, making up laws to go against people on the right. And he cited him. He was citing somebody like Alan Dershowitz, who's never voted for him, mm -hmm. and he said, "Wink, wink." He might have, but uh, that they it, it's a constant thing of making up trumping up cases against people that's been going on for seven years. And I just I, 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 it, he had very intimate moments today where he was talking about how hurt his family has got like he's OK. But the, the, the animus towards his, his friends and his family and the people that have supported him, that hurts more. He could deal with it. He's a big boy. But having to watch that has been really heart rendering. And I'm paraphrasing to quote wifey. Yes. Well, it is. It is heart rendering. But, and I can tell you, I saw it up close and personal when I worked for Mr. Nixon. I saw how Julie's feelings were hurt. Jason's feelings were hurt. Uh, and but that, again, that is part of the game. It's a big, big, tough, rough and tumble game. Years and years ago, uh, I was solicited to run for Senate in California. I told him I couldn't even consider it, but I was telling it to my sister. My sister said, you would go into politics as if to say you're going to be a, a sweeping up after the elephants in a parade. It's, um, I think uh, you have to really, really be determined to, to be in it, and your family has to be determined to back you all the way. I, I, it's a terribly, terribly tough game. Look, we, we're not going to be able to affect that much. I think we should talk about something else for a moment, if we, if we may. And that is, I am, I've said this before, I'll say it again, I'll say it till my dying day. I am terrified of the lax posture on defense. That was something he brought up today, too. Okay, what did he say? About increasing our defense. That, you have that, to do it that, in a big, big way. That was something that he, 
that he <clears throat> that he brought up today. And I, I've said to you on the show, you're completely correct. We have to ramp up our defense a lot. Just as you said, there's not there's it doesn't matter how much money it is. I agree with you. We have to ramp up our defenses. And for people, Ben, here's the problem. And, and we've discussed this on the show and people don't know the background. There was that night that we discussed and we discussed it a few times that people assume that we have this weaponry and they do assume that because we're we're, we're America that could just do anything. Yeah, not true at and, all. And, and it's never not was true. true. Never was never never was true. The, the, uh, before World War Two, our weaponry was wildly, wildly, wildly outclassed. By the Japanese and the Germans and our friends, the British, thank God, the British. And uh, at the beginning of World War II, the largest air force in the world was not ours, not even Germany's, not even Britain's, but Russia's. And even so, Russia had a very, very hard time <clears throat> prevailing against the Nazis. And it's, it's just not true that because we're Americans, we automatically prevail. I, I look upon the world, I have a, a very beautiful globe in my office and uh, I forget who gave it to me, but somebody very smart gave me a globe that automatically spins. And I look at the Pacific, the Western Pacific, I look at uh, Europe, and I think to myself, if the communists ever really pulled out the stops or pulled out all the stops and went for it, how on earth would we stop them? How on earth could we conceivably stop them? It's a and very that, and, scary pro- proposition. And those are many of the points that he was making today was the weakness that we've dealt with with people like Xi, with people like with with uh, with, with what's going on in the world, and re- realistically speaking, Ben, I think a, a lot of a big reason why people have a hard time getting behind certain things is when they look at them, they look at the leadership. And I'm not just referring to Biden; I'm referring to Milley. I'm Who's referring Milley? to Who's Milley? He's the general, and he was sadly yeah, hired under Trump. General Milley. And he's, you know, you have Lloyd mm-hmm. Austin, you have Blinken, and you have the State Department. And people have a very Republicans have a very bad taste in their mouth from and and well and and well they should from from these from from these so-called leaders. But, but that's but sir, sir, I respectfully point out that I don't think that's the main problem. The main problem is this government is just not spending enough on defense. I mean, we have a very, very big, rich country here. Yes, we're running enormous, fantastic deficits, and that's really a shame. It's going to come back and bite us. Uh, But we're not spending enough money on defense. We don't have a big enough army. We don't have a big enough navy. I mean, it's hard to believe that China, whose navy was considered a negligible factor 10 years ago, is now odds on the most powerful navy in the world. What are we going to do about that? I mean, if they want to decide, they decide they're going to take over the Pacific or at least the Western Pacific, there's nothing we can do to stop them. We have these great, great, great aircraft carriers, the best aircraft carriers in the world. But as I've said on this show many times, we build these aircraft carriers that cost $13 billion. They can be sunk with a $10,000 torpedo. <laughs> and, and the, or as the, Peter Rock brought up the other night, a hypersonic <clears throat> missile. That's right. He well, he well said it right. And, and the Chinese have a lot of hypersonic missiles and uh, easily enough to sink all our carriers. So what what uh, what's good gives? I mean, how will we would we prevail in the Western Pacific? And if we don't prevail in the Western Pacific, then a very, very big part of the lifeline of the United States is cut off. And a very, very big part of the lifeline of, uh, of Southeastern uh, Asia is cut off. So uh, what is to stop the Russians and the Chinese if they really seriously want to get together 
and to kick the crap out of the United States was to keep them from getting together. And they're saying, okay, from now on, there's a line. It's a uh, thousand miles west of uh, Hawaii. And we are in charge of everything uh, west of that line. What's to stop them from doing that? What is to stop them in this day and age? And we could have stopped them. We could still stop them. <clears throat> we had the balls to spend the money to build up an adequate Navy. I mean, we, we still have very good defense contractors, very, very good defense contractors. We still have very, very good sailors and scientists, but uh, we just are too stupid to spend the money to defend ourselves. And as I always say, and as my father, God bless him, said, if, they, if the Pentagon wastes half of it, give them twice as much. It's not worthwhile taking any kind of chance on our national defense. That is just national defense is life or death. Why can't we get our heads around that proposition? You see, you're raising a great point, but you see, the, here's to the bigger point you're raising. Why can't we get our head around so many other things? And, and, well, that and, one is enough. Judah. No, 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 but enough. the reason, because I'm bringing up, I want to think I'm talking about the invasion at the border. And the reason I bring it up is while they're arguing, <clears throat> their bill to pass that every new building in many states is going to be, don't have stoves, have wait, electric. Wait, 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 wait. This surely is not really No, I'm, Ben, we've discussed this, and you know this. Uh, that, 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 that buildings are, it's like the low-flow toilets that they had to put into, they've gone on. And this is what is so dangerous about, about how terribly they Terribly dangerous, terribly dangerous. It's so dangerous. And, and I'm just saying, this is the mental thinking of people you're talking about, Ben. This is the mental acuity of people you're dealing with. When you're completely right about the fence, their minds are on... Uh, taking out stoves out of people's kitchens. That, and making that, sure that we have an adequate number of African-American lesbians <laughs> in positions of leadership. Yes, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah, right, right. Exactly, Ben. So it's, it's, uh, this, this is what we're talking about. So I, I agree with you a hundred percent about the fence. And I, uh, I think you could, I, I think you could, uh, worry about international uh, but as you, you have to at the same time build up your own defenses and we've we have really to immediately and there's no time to waste we don't have a minute to waste i mean even the, the sad fact is that we have allowed our defense facilities to deteriorate to the point that even if we were willing to pour an unlimited amount of money into it, them we don't have the plants we don't have the equipment we don't have this the, the uh, foreman we don't have the workers we don't have the railroad lines to carry the equipment around. We don't have the trucks to carry the equipment around. We have let ourselves get way, way, way behind. When World War II began, <clears throat> yes, the Germans were a tremendous manufacturing power. But the U.S., even in the midst of the Great Depression, was still the biggest manufacturing power in the world. That is no longer true. And we better do something about it quick. <clears throat> what, otherwise, what do we do? And what do we do if the Chinese and the Russians just say, look, we are tired of pussyfooting around here. We want to run the world, and and uh, and they and they say so. So now on, the U.S. can't do anything west of uh, such and such a place on the map, and or else they're going to be in real trouble. And from now on, the British and the French and the Germans have to ask our permission to do anything in Europe. Now I don't think they'll do that in Europe because the Russians got such a bloody nose in Ukraine. But uh, we are very very much approaching a point where China is in fact going to de dominate the far west. 
uh, by which I mean far east, but, but the westernmost point on the eastern borders of the U.S. And that's a big, big area, a very, very important area. No, you're, you're completely right. And I don't think how people, I, I don't, listen, I don't, uh, I don't think people realize how close, they think it's so far away from us, but it's not. It takes 33, and I just saw this, I'm sure you saw it too, Judah, that the North Koreans could shoot a missile from Pyongyang, a rocket, at the U.S. and Atlanta, could land in Chicago hypersonic speed in 33 minutes with, with a nuclear bomb on board. Uh, my dear friends, my dear, dear friends, my dear, dear, dear friends, that's it. That's the end of the world because they've got a lot of those missiles. They've got a lot of bombs. The Chinese have a lot of those missiles. They have a lot of bombs. And there's, I, I don't understand what is to stop them from using them right now, except I don't think they want to be hit by several hundred American nuclear bombs, even if it's not enough to completely wipe them out. Certainly, it's going to be enough to ruin their day. And, well said. If you just tuned in, you are listening to the Saturday Night Special of the World According to Ben Stein. And gratefully, as we were talking, I just got a text from Mandy telling us that everything uh, is. Uh, thank God, everything is okay in her family, and uh, thank God. they 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 survived uh, the the tornado. So I just wanted to. Uh, keep people on the loop on that because people ha had been asking me about that. So uh, thank God uh, for Mandy. And if you just tune in, you're listening to the Saturday Night Special of the World According to That Man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. And I think it's extremely important to talk about the fence. And I think it's extremely <clears throat> to talk about, listen, I, I, somebody just brought up M. Snarf, I think is your name in uh, Miss M. Mr. Snarf. Mr. Snarf. Uh, Wait, welcome. isn't that a cartoon character? Welcome, welcome to the show, and uh, uh, I'm glad to see your rants. And you bring they. I, I understand the point you're bringing up. Uh, we're past the point of if Trump were in office, would we be at the war with Ukraine? And, and he's not right now, sadly. And we got this. Uh, we got this. Whatever. In and in, you're right. In a perfect world. We wouldn't have to be throwing money towards towards other places, but sadly, we're not in that world right now, and we're in a world that is uh, truly being. We have people that are uh, extre yeah. extreme violent animals that want to control regions that are extremely in danger. The United States of America. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, well, we are we are becoming an island. Uh, of freedom and democracy and a government of laws, at least used to be a government of laws, uh, in a world of lawless violence. I mean, I, as I said, I, I don't think we've even, on this show, even brought up more than uh, just in passing, if, 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 if even that, the problems in South America. There are a lot of Marxists in South America. They're on the move. They're militant. They're being supported and armed by the communists in Russia and China. And uh, what do we do if, if they're coming up there and they're coming across the Pacific Ocean and they're coming across Europe? What happens? How do we stop them? And we, how do we stop them? We have neglected defending ourselves for such a long time. We don't even know how to do it anymore. We've neglected self-care. I have a very good doctor who says that one of the problems that patients have is they do not look into self-care. And we are not looking up self-care and look up self-care and spending enough on it in the United States of America. I, as I say, Colombia, Ecuador, 
Venezuela's already gone. But Bernie's uh, favorite towns. Yeah, how, how, right. How how do we stop it? If well, we don't. Are, but see, that's you see, Ben, you're raising such a good point and getting back to Trump's speech. It's something he brought up with with the communists that we have in our government, and these are we have people in our in our government, and we've discussed this many times that are sympathizers. That that are, are sympathetic to the Russian cause, that are, that are sympathetic to the communist cause, that, that put people like Stalin and put people like uh, to, um, to I was going to say Tolstoy, but the the, the person Tolstoy. that started I, I was going to say the person that started I know I was going to I was going to say and try and look at people like Trotsky and and Che and all these different people as heroes. And this is who we have in the left part of our government. Uh, it's and, a very scary yeah. thought, but, but Tolstoy is not. I, be I, I didn't say Tolstoy. I was looking. I was trying to get the name in my head, and I was thinking, and then I realized it was thinking of Trotsky. But go ahead. But let's go. Let, let, what it started. I hate to say this because many of my very close friends are supply siders, and but I but I think a, a gigantic part of our problem started with the supply side point of view in economics, which said uh, we can uh, cut taxes a lot and we won't, won't have any problems with the, the increased revving up of the economy will more than make up the loss in revenue from the uh, cutting of taxes. That did not turn out to be true at all, not even close to being true. And meanwhile, because we were taking in less money in taxes, we could spend less money on defense. We're not spending even close to the amount of money as a percentage of the GDP that we spent in the 50s. I, I know I have said that many times, Judah, and I I beg people who are listening to pay attention to this. If we don't spend the money to defend ourselves, we're not going to get ourselves defended. And it's not a serious matter in a world as deadly as ours to not be defended. We have to really understand there's no Brit, no Great Britain with the Great British Navy anymore <laughs> to protect us. The, the, not, the, the, the Reds are not on our side. During World War II, the Reds were on our side. In fact, we were we almost certainly not have won World War II without the Reds on our side. And uh, they're not on our side anymore. So who's on our side at this point? Who is on our side? We have one very small, a super powerful country, Israel. They're on our side. We have Britain, which is uh, much, much bigger than Israel, but still a lot smaller than the U.S. or Russia. They're on our side. France, I guess, is on our side. I guess Italy is on our side. Germany is on our side. But supposedly, I mean, listen, as we know, Ben, they're not it was we know Germany's not paying into NATO what they should be. No, nobody right. is except it's, us. Right. So so I, I wouldn't exactly uh, uh, call it on our side. And and I and in Joe Biden, I forgot to bring this up last week. This jackass gave Putin uh, it, it, who, who doesn't need more ammo in his arsenal uh uh, it does it, because he agreed with the with the world court and for people that are, are familiar with the world court the international court we don't recognize the international court no matter what it doesn't matter what the international court ever says ever we don't agree with them and we don't legitimize them and i don't care if it means them saying that you know that putin's a war criminal we do not legitimize the world court because Trust me, everybody in half of them, tons of America. I, I don't, I don't know. I really don't know what you're talking about. I know, I know they man war Putin as a war criminal, but I don't understand why don't we agree with that and say we don't know. What I'm saying is we don't recognize the world, the international court. Why we not? Don't, 
because uh, it's it's uh, it, they Dick Cheney would have been tried, I believe, as a war criminal. Half everybody that's run Israel would be tried as war criminals. I believe Bibi has been. I believe there have been many uh, people that they've brought before the international court. So we don't recognize it. I think I don't think they've been brought before it. Or not, they haven't brought before it. Right. They've been criticized. They've been brought before. Okay, but this goes even more powerfully to the points I have respectfully been making and that is if we don't if the world court is is, is not Indian. on our side it not can't be trusted to be on the side it's of the international people courts, sorry, yeah. the national court of justice if they cannot be trusted to be on our side who is on our side when we're america alone in the world uh, some very smart conservative uh wrote america alone and i forget who it was but someone uh that i know but i can't remember his name now um and that's what's happening. America is going to be more and more alone. It's a very scary situation. I, I, it's funny, I was at this wonderful dinner tonight at our club out here in the desert, and everybody's laughing and scratching and drinking wine, which of course, of course I don't drink, and uh, eating ice cream, which I do eat. It. And, uh, and I think to myself, God, we are really laughing it up while the world is falling apart around our heads. You see, you're, in other, you're you're 100 correct, and I and the question is, uh, and I I agree with you 100. percent The question is, uh, why would they trust us right now? Why would who trust us? Why would the world trust us? We've well, we, we, the way we, we left are, Af, the way yeah. we left Afghanistan. That's that's and, that's true. And, that's true. And, they and, have and, many and, reasons. And, and, and the way we reasons. left Kabul. And the way we well, that is Kabul is Kabul, the way we left Kabul and what we did and what we allowed to happen to those people. Another thing that Trump brought up today: why would the, why would the world trust us when we? Well, that's a very good help? point. That's a very good. That's a very good point. All the more reason for us to build up our defense to the point where even if the great majority of the other countries in the world are not on our side, we could still defend ourselves. What we were, we were building um, missiles, sorry, airplanes, ships, tanks, trucks, rifles, artillery at such a phenomenal rate in World War II. It really didn't matter what was happening anywhere else. We alone could have taken on the Germans and the Japanese. That's not true anymore. That we are not we're not building up these things at a gigantic rate anymore. We're building a hell of a lot of them, but nowhere near as many as we need. Again, you're 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 completely right. And but the but Ben is other than Russia, as you've brought up, you're talking about places that have that in World War II and the French, obviously, but that have capitulated mightily. And uh, and it, it wasn't until push came to shove that many of these countries uh, came to fight. I guess you'd say, but we've never really had this. This uh, and and Trump's vision of having that in the Middle East, which was a brilliant vision, is being torn apart. One another thing that's being torn apart by this regime. It was a brilliant strategy, knowing that that part of the region we could have new allies in that part of the world, and these people are destroying that too. And that's that's heartbreaking, Ben. That Saudi Arabia just aligned, and I keep on bringing this up because it really bothers me that the Saudis have have aligned with Iran and the, the deal negotiated by China. And th th that's a big thing. It's a huge, huge thing, and it's scary as hell that we are, are throwing away really, really important friends. 
I mean, this world is a finite place. It's not true that there can be loss after loss after loss of important countries and it doesn't affect us. It does at some point affect us very sharply. It's already affecting us in terms of how much we pay for gasoline. I'm not that worried about that. I don't drive that much. I'm an old man. I don't drive that much. But what worries me is at some point the Russians say, all right, all of you, all you Republicans, you're under arrest. What do we do about it? What do we, what do, we do about it when they start landing on Spetsnaz or whatever they're called in, in uh, New York and Washington and San Francisco? What do we do about that? What, 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 how do we defend ourselves? And speaking of that, anybody who's listening to this or watching this, think about what it's like driving through the downtowns of any of our major cities these days. This, this country's already largely lost. I mean, this country has already largely become bedlam, a mental hospital of dirty, sad, very, very sad, heart-renderingly sad, filthy people. I don't mean filthy in terms of their morality, although they might be that too. I just don't know enough about them to know that. Um, but we, this country is already largely lost. What are we going to do about that? You're completely right. And uh, somebody somebody in the it's it's a, it's very hard sometimes. Sorry, people in the rants to keep up with the rants. And uh, but somebody said they don't understand. It's hard. It's really hard to understand. There's something in fact of, you know, why the left sympathizes with uh, with Iran. And uh, I, because because they hate Jews so much that they will sympathize with anyone who's going to hate Jews. Yeah, you're 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 completely right. And for, for the people, just so you could get a little bit of a of a, a historical reference on that, uh, Yasser Arafat, the uh, miserable bastard that he was, was at the UN, the United Nations, uh, which we support, and he was allowed to. He had he had his sidearm with him when he gave his speech, and he got obviously. Uh, roaring ovation and I, I i think that's what made a lot of people on the left they they all of a sudden he went from being a terrorist to a freedom fighter in one felt swoop and it's it's uh very heart rendering uh but that is who the left that is who these people are they well it is heart rendering indeed and that's why because they're not taught anything better in their schools i keep going back <clears throat> to our to my, my days in school that's a long long time ago i was in high school and 1959 to 62, that was a long, long time ago. And we were taught, we were absolutely sure, without question, that we were the best place in the world, that communism was dictatorship and mass murder, that it was not much different from Nazism. <clears throat> what happened? What, why did that stop being taught? Why did that stop going through the heads of our young people? I have a friend whose daughter is a, um, I don't know how to describe her, a large person who is uh, a... Uh, is very very sympathetic to the communists all over the world, and I don't know what to, to make of it. She's her parent, her grandparents were largely murdered by the Nazis. Uh, her great grandparents were all murdered by the Nazis. Why doesn't she understand that this country is the, the bulwark of freedom in the whole world? Why doesn't she understand that? Why isn't she being taught that? Why are people in universities being taught that? You, you're, that's the exact point. What you're bringing up is the educational system. That's the exact point that you're bringing up is how 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 bad and how off they've that that, that what the destruction and damage they've done to this country. And I, I Republicans for years have done nothing about it. I, I, nothing, I, nothing, they, absolutely they, nothing. They, they did zero to to fight back, and they saw an end. And they saw that if you indoctrinate people 
and you, uh, you, you teach them falsehoods and lies about this great country that if there's nobody there to challenge it, Ben, then it becomes the truth. Yes, exactly right. Exactly right. A lie, despite lying there, uh, festering, moldering, becomes the truth to some very stupid people who do not know history. What happened? What, why did history stop being taught in the schools of the United States of America? I mean, uh, yes, I'm a lot older than most of you. No, Ben, it's being taught just not correctly. It's being taught inaccurately. So it's being taught. It's just being taught uh, that we're the bad people, not, we're the not, colonists. I wonder, I wonder what's being taught. I, really yeah, do. I, I, I have I, to wonder I don't that, know too. The truth, but but I, I meet young people all the time. We have a number of them working for us. And I keep thinking, I ask them questions. When was the Civil War? What was the Civil War about? Who were the two parties in the Civil War? What was, this, what, what was the main issue in the Civil War? They don't know. They don't know. You know I had a thought today whilst I was swimming in my wonderful, wonderful pool with my wonderful, wonderful, super strong nurse, Raul, watching me to make sure I could get out of the pool safely because my knees are so screwed up I can barely get out of the pool. And I, a thought occurred to me. A lot of talk in our beautiful, beautiful, beautiful state of California about reparations for the black man, for the uh, crimes and horrible things that were done to his ancestors, other black Americans, in the name of slavery. And I thought to myself, horrible, horrible, horrible things were done to them. How about reparations to the descendants of white soldiers from Massachusetts and New Hampshire and, uh, uh, let's say, uh, Rhode Island and Maine and uh, Illinois, who died freeing the slaves. How about reparations to them? Why don't we have a special tax on African-Americans to pay reparations to the descendants of people who fought to free the slaves? Now, of course, obviously, I'm not serious. Obviously, that's not going to happen. But as long as we're going around paying reparations to everybody whose ancestors were involved in very bad crimes, what, what, where will it end? If we're going to do that, where will it end? What, where is it ever going to end? It doesn't. And that's it, the, it doesn't end. Right? It doesn't and, end. And, and that's and that's the goal, and that's the game. And it's not, it, it's it, not a very funny game. No, it's, no, it's not. It, it's not. And uh, mm -hmm. if you just tuned in, you are listening to the World According to Ben Stein Saturday Night Special. And by the way, thank you. Uh, love you all back in the. Uh, thank you for all the compliments in the uh, rant section. Uh, but I'm gonna uh, have to go. I should say also, I'm gonna have to go because I've not been feeling all that well today. I have real serious problems with my knees. I have real, real painful horrible effing problems with my knees. Uh, I had surgery on them in December 1, and they've frankly been a lot worse since the surgery than they were before the surgery. And uh, should I have a lawsuit against the uh, people who did the surgery? I don't know. I'm a lawyer myself. And I know how complicated and problematic the lawsuit, lawsuits are, uh, but uh, boy, it hurts. So I'll tell you, when the bones in your body really, really ache, and you feel like one big bone is rubbing against one smaller bone, you don't feel that charitable towards other people. Um, I'm extremely sorry. I'm extremely sorry how uh, extraordinary the pain you're going through is. Uh, Thank you. And uh, somebody, uh, finally, somebody asked, uh, I'll ask, answer this question. <clears throat> what is that print right behind you? All right, I'm going to show you just a minute. I'm going to turn around. Hold on a second. Oh, 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 oh. Sorry. This, are you referring to this? Um. I'm, let's assume they are. That is my father-in-law's graduation diploma from West Point, from USAMA, from the United States Military Academy. He went on from there 
to fight in Europe against the Nazis. And he fought, he liberated one of the most vicious, cruel, sadistic concentration camps in Germany called Gunstkirchenlager. You can look it up on, in your uh, encyclopedia, G-U-N-S-T-K-R-K-I-R-C-H-E-N-L-A-G-E-R. And uh, he also then fought in a battle uh, near the town of Zeitlin, a very small town in Germany, against uh, hard, hardened Nazi uh, war criminal fighters and uh, they barely won. Colonel Denman, that's Alex's, my wife's father's name, uh, he was shot at. Uh, they came so close to hitting him that they knocked the, the bullets, knocked the heels off both his boots. And uh, when it, the battle was over and the U.S. Uh, Army won, the Nazi uh, person in command uh, walked up to Colonel Denman and spat in his face. And Colonel Denman uh, was, was given, hand, handed a 45, 1911 45 by the commander of his uh, unit and uh, said, go ahead, do anything you want to him. You're not going to be reported. And Colonel Danman didn't do anything to him. He just let him go away. And uh, that's the kind of man they are in my wife's family. Brilliantly put. And on that note, I just want to thank the Rumblers, the Ranthers. And I want to thank everybody that listens and follows this show and follows us on Truth and all those great places. Uh, and I just want to remind everybody again, we're allowed to have discourse, okay? People, just remember, we're allowed to have discourse. It's what separates us from the left. I'm not supporting DeSantis, I'm supporting Trump. If DeSantis beats Trump, I'll support DeSantis. We're allowed to have all these different thoughts running through our heads. It's what makes us human and not animals. And uh, I just remember that. It's important to remember we could have disagreements and, not we could compartmentalize it's not everything is a yes or no or it's not everything's black and white and on that note i just want to thank everybody and continually pray for the people of mississippi god bless you all god bless america we'll see everybody tuesday night and uh let's pray for ben's leg pain i am and uh ben you're probably too tired to take us out i will just say this let me just say this okay if i may i i actually thought about this during the day i wrote a book i'm not urging you to buy it I believe me, I don't make enough money for these books to pay for a pack of matches, but I will read you a first a few of, of the w- bits of wisdom that I learned at various 12-step meetings. One, when all else fails, turn it over to God. Two, fear underlies all my problems, and my fear is a measure of how far I am keeping myself from God. Three, I may not be much, but I am all that I think about. Four, My real dilemma, I can never get enough of what I don't even need. Five, nothing fails like excess. Six, my life is and always has been unmanageable unmanageable by me, but it's child's play for God. Seven, if it can be fixed with money, it's not a big problem. Eight, I am a person made up of the seven deadly sins, and I always will be. I'm not surprised by it. It's called, quote, being human, close quote. Nine, if I have any sense at all, I have to realize that I have what I need, even if I don't have what I want. Ten, I'm just going to read one more. Fear has been my higher power for too much of my life. Prayer is better. I'll read two more. Eleven, one day at a time is the answer to everything. Twelve, luckily for me, God works by mercy and not by justice. I love Good that. Good night and God bless you all. God bless you all. Have a great rest of your night. We'll see everybody on Tuesday night.